Shalom, family. This is Abba's daughter back with another edifying episode. So today's topic is called Abiding in Hope, okay? It is no small thing. It is no secret that the house of Yashael, all of us Hebrew Yashaelites, we are tired. I just got done looking at a story about a young man here in the United States, okay? Um, his name was Rashim Carter. I am quite certain that many of you have heard of this story that transpired last year. The young man went to a certain part of, I believe it was somewhere in Mississippi, and uh, he went for work, okay? And he was staying on in a hotel about 30 minutes outside of that town I think it was 30 minutes or the outskirts of one of the two and um, when it came time for him to go back to his resting place he didn't have uh, a, I guess he was walking excuse me he was walking and there were some non-melanated men following him in a truck and he was worried so he contacted his mother to let her know that um, he was in a very scary situation, which for those of you who are not from America, um, for, for my people, it is very um, difficult for us to be able to roam freely because if we're caught at a bad time, it's possible that will be the last time that we won't be alive, okay? That's how much hatred is in the hearts of these Edomites and Japhethites and so on for those of us who are Hebrews, okay? They have no problem unaliving us. A scripture is coming to my mind right now. Amos chapter 1, I believe it's verse 11. I'm going to find it and read it to you. <clears throat> All right, so Amos chapter 1. Verse 11 reads, Thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of Edom and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because he did pursue his brother with the sword and did cast off all pity, and his anger did tear perpetually, and he kept his wrath forever. What this passage means, okay, is that Edom has this hatred for their brother which is us, us Hebrews, okay? And the hatred is a, a perpetual hatred, meaning it's a hatred that lasts forever, all right? The only way something can last like that is if it passes through the bloodline, all right? Which means it's a spirit of hatred, jealousy, and anger towards us specifically that has passed on from Esau and then on to his children, all right? So Rashim contacted his mother, and his mother told him to go to the police department, which he did. He went to them, and he told them, you know, I don't feel safe. Can I please receive a ride to my room, right? Because he didn't feel safe. They wouldn't do it because, in their own words, it was out of their jurisdiction, which is crap, <laughs> because the sheriff is able to cross many jurisdictions, all right? Anyways, 
So they don't know where he went that night. He must have went somewhere that he could hide until the morning because then there's record that he went back to the police department asking to charge his phone because he had no charge. So my guess is that he stayed outside somewhere. And the reason why I say that's because my brother and various other people I know, you know, they do tend to um, survive outside. All right. Find ways to do so. So I'm guessing that's what he did. And um, they told him to go to the local Dollar General to buy a charger. They didn't have a charger specifically for his phone. So he only had 1% left on his phone. So he texted his mother and told her where she where he was. And she informed him to stay there, that they would be on the way. By the time they got there, he was missing. He had been missing for three days. Mind you, they had already filed a missing persons report. They finally contacted the sheriff department. The sheriff claimed they had no idea that the person was missing. <laughs> no idea, right? They found his remains a month later in a wooded area. Bits and pieces of it was scattered all over the place. Apparently, apparently he was lynched. That's the um, allegation. Now, did they find the people that did it? Did they charge them? I don't know. I didn't listen to the whole entire thing. See, my issue is that I get emotional because I'm, he tried to stay out of trouble, okay? That's the thing. Many of our people who are trying to do right, who are trying to provide for our families, who are trying to, we get caught in, in the crossfire of the hatred of our oppressors. And then we end up paying the price with our life. This is very disheartening. But the Lord tells us in his word that we are to hold on to the hope and the promise that he has given us. Family, I know. I know it is hard. I know you are tired because family, I am with you. I am with you. I'm trying to keep it together right now. I don't know if you can hear my voice cracking a little bit, but I'm trying to keep it together because us Hebrews, okay, in this country, first of all, this is not our country. I don't know how many of you have heard the the, the story or have heard many other people of color, I guess, claim that they are native to this country. I'm going to stop right there and tell you that many of them are greatly, greatly deceived. Okay. Many of them are. Now, some of them, sure, they are from this country. And if that's the case, they're not Hebrews. I guarantee that because Hebrews were scattered. We were brought here from our land. Okay. This isn't our country. This isn't our land. But Ahia told us in his word that he will gather us together to go into our land. But we must hold on to hope. I want to read a couple of scriptures that pertain to hope. Isaiah 
chapter 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Family, what we are going through in this life is hard. It is going, it's on the increase. It was prophesied by a very prominent prophetess. Um, if you guys get a chance to, I do mention her every once in a while. Her name is Carrie Ann Gidden, and you can find her on YouTube, okay? She is a bona fide prophetess of the Most High. The Most High tells us in his word that we are to try the spirits. Matter of fact, I believe that is 1 John 4, 1. Let me find that for you guys and read that to you. Okay, we're going to go to 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. The Lord says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world, okay? How do we try the spirit? How do we try or test whether these people are of the most high or not? We must know the Bible. We must know the word. If the things that they say line up with the Bible, then you know that they are of the most high. Shoot, I tell people, I encourage people, try the spirit with me too. Try my spirit. I encourage you. Don't just sit there while you're driving or cooking or whatever, listening to me. And you don't go and open that book and say, did she, was she saying, did it match up? Please do. I encourage you. That is how we know who is who and what is what. Our Heavenly Father is telling us, to have hope, to hold on to the hope. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does that mean? Faith means believing what is being said, even though you don't have the evidence at this moment of what was said, but believing that it will happen. That's that hope, hoping that what you heard is going to happen. That's faith. What is the faith that we are to hope for? The, the word the Most High gives us in the, in the Bible, his word. We are to hold on to that faith, okay? Hold on to that hope. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Now, the God of hope. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Family, it, we, we, we are in some very dire times. You know, I was thinking about a passage last night. Um, it is prophesied that Israel would be surrounded on all sides, right? And I was thinking about that. And I was thinking to myself, 
maybe he means the people, not necessarily the country, right? Because those people that are in supposedly, supposedly was called Israel is not a highest people. The Lord tells us that in Revelations 2, 9 and Revelation 3, 9. All right. So when the Lord says that Israel would be surrounded, that's part of the, the signs of his coming. I'm wondering, is he talking about us? Because family, what I've been seeing, I've been looking at different channels and stuff. And some of the comment, the, um, commentators of those channels you know they speak specifically about um mostly black american issues but yashael as a whole all right the oppression that we face okay and it's like there is this increase of exposure of our enemy showing their true face in the hatred they have towards us <laughs> but we're not just being attacked by Edom no we're also being attacked by other people those from the Caribbean Haiti Dominican Republic Asia like we are being attacked on all sides and I'm wondering if when the Lord says that Israel would be surrounded if he is talking about that that's just a thought I had. I didn't I didn't really go into it like that. It just kind of popped back up in my head again. Look, the, the the Holy Spirit got control of this right now. I wasn't even thinking about that. So that's something we can all pray about and ask the most high to give us clarity on, you know? But that's the thing. How could we not be who the most high says we are in his word? Look at what we go through for no apparent reason we just want to be left alone that's the mind state of yashael we just want to be left alone to live and take care of our family that is it but we are finding ourselves constantly fighting constantly defending constantly working harder than the rest of everybody just so we can stay above water but ahaya keeps telling us to hold on to that blessed hope. That's what he keeps telling us. Romans chapter 15 verse 4 says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. That's what Ahia is doing. He is directing us to his word. And we must have patience, family. See, a couple of my people, you know, I know for a fact, they talk about, you know, coming together and um, forming some kind of militia, kind of like the Black Panthers, in the, you know, back in the day. And I keep telling them, you guys, our Heavenly Father got this. We have to wait on him. We're not out of we're not out of the, the muck just yet. Our Heavenly Father, He has to do all of this for us. But ain't nobody trying to hear that. They're, this is what I hear. Oh, black people just don't come together. Black people this, black people that, my people this, my and I just be like, wow, how can you talk so bad 
are bad about your own people. How? You have no understanding the spiritual. What we're going through is spiritual. Family, we were not conquered because our enemy is stronger than us. We were handed over to our enemy by our God because our ancestors were disobedient. And Ahia does what he does for a reason. He had to get rid of the wicked generations. He had to. He didn't want to. If you read Isaiah chapter 1, the Most High pleaded with, with Israel. He pleaded. He was like, come now, let's reason together. He said that. He said, let's reason together. Though your sins be red as blood, I will make them white as snow. Like he said that. He was trying, he was begging Yashael to get right because he did not want us to go through what we've been going through. But because our ancestors didn't want to listen, didn't want to take heed, are hard-headed and wanted to do what they want to do. Look, we hard-headed today. Stiff-necked. That's the word the Most High uses on us. Stiff-necked. That means prideful. <laughs> Ain't that the sin that caused Lucifer to fall? Family, we have to hold on to the blessed hope. We can't, we can't do nothing without Ahia. He has to go before us. Exodus 14, 14. He has to go before us in battle. He does. There is nothing that we can do on our own. Because if we could have done this on our own, we would have been doing this. But think about it, family. Every time we came together and built our own communities, what happened? The enemy came and destroyed everything and destroyed us in the process. This is what they do. This is what they continue to do. We are not going to have any rest or any peace until Ahaya comes. He's on his way. But we must be patient, family. We must hold on to that hope. Hallelujah. We must Hold on to that faith that the Most High will do what he said he will do. I thank you, family, so much for joining me and being by my side through these tough times. I'm telling you right now, the Most High, if you are listening to this, if you've been listening to all of my podcasts for the past two and a half years, let me tell you something. You are, you are truly, truly blessed. You're blessed. Because these revelations that are given to me, I pass down to you. That way, you have the same revelations that are given to me. And we can all come together. And we can learn the truth. The true way. The truth of everything. Our Heavenly Father is coming. Family, the second exodus is around the corner. From my understanding, um, I know I've spoke about the three days of darkness before. Let me tell you something. There has been a confirmation that the three days of darkness will happen before the second exodus. And you know what? That makes sense. I think I talked about this already, but I'm going to do it again. 
Because if you go and you look into the first exodus of our people out of Egypt, we look in the 10 plagues, the 10 plagues happened first before Yashael was released to go into the wilderness. The same thing is going to happen again. The three days of darkness is going to happen first. After will be the second exodus. Family, I cannot stress enough. Please have yourself ready to go. Ahaya will reach out to you in some kind of way, whether it be a dream or a vision. It could be a person, an angel, whatever. Don't mistreat nobody, okay? But he will let you know that you're coming. I shared my vision with y'all earlier. He let me know I'm coming. Until then, I just got to keep on keeping on. And that's what we all have to do. Family, do not give up hope. Do not give up faith in the Most High. Because at the end of the day, he got you. I guarantee it. Just hold on. Have that patience. Oh, thank you, Lord. He just reminded me of a, of a scripture. I believe it's in Revelation. I know it's in Revelation. Hold on. Um, if I can remember correctly. Let me search for it real fast. It, it, it just popped up in my spirit. Hold on. Um, I think it's Revelation 14. <clears throat> Let me make sure you guys. I'm looking. Oh, yes it is. Revelation 14 verse 12 says, "Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus." <laughs> you see the Holy Spirit is in control. You guys, the Holy Spirit is in control. He put that in my heart. He put that in my mind as I'm speaking to you. The Holy Spirit is in control. This is how you know when you have a close walk with the Most High. The Holy Spirit will guide your steps. He put that in my mind. We must hold on to our patience. We must wait on the Lord. Okay? So with that being said, family, I thank you so much for joining me. It has been a pleasure. Like I always tell you, I love to serve y'all. I'm going to continue serving y'all until the Most High gathers us up for a second exodus. Hallelujah. So I'll talk to you all soon. I love you all. Shalom.